Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter, and it's Monday, which means I had some friend, Garrett Vogel, joins us. Hey, Garrett, are you there? Rob Shooter, why do you sound like you should be hosting a show on NPR right now? <laughs> Is it low energy today? Is it a little low energy? Uh, I, I need I need you to put a little something in that cup of tea. We gotta, that, that ah, I'm going to have a sip of my coffee. Hang on a minute. Big, big sip, mm, there you go. There, I'm there ready to go. go we started a little early this morning, and I must admit, I'm yet to finish my first cup of coffee. I'm on about sip number five or six. Where are you on the coffee level? Oh, I'm bouncing off the walls. You know what? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna start. I'm gonna have to start calling the 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 uh, the king and uh, call him out for this coronation because you know what it's doing? It's holding you back. <laughs> it, it, it is just keeping you up at night. You're all over on the phones, emails going on. I, I, I can't have this. I need this coronation to wrap up so I can get my Rob Shooter back to normal. I hear what you're saying, although I've got to admit, it's making me a lot of money, Gary. I'm on <laughs> TV right, right. every I can't five hold back minutes. I know you'll be sick of my face by the end of this week. It's all exciting news. Hey, let's jump into the show. What time is it, my friends? It, it is, is tea, time. tea time. So Meghan Markle's estranged father is pleading with the Duchess of Sussex, saying, how can I fix this? So, so now Meghan's father wants to mend their strange relationship by saying, how can I fix this? Heath and Meghan, let me just give you a little bit of the history here in case you've forgotten. Please. They fell out after he 
reportedly staged some paparazzi photographs just ahead of the wedding. Now he's saying that the strange relationship with his daughter is something he desperately wants to heal. However, he did this in a new bombshell interview with Seven News. Insiders are telling me he did get paid for this interview. Lots of photographs of Megan. You'd think at this point, all those childhood pictures of Megan, all that video of her as a young girl, we would have seen, but apparently no, the dad's holding on to a lot of it and releasing it. He's doing more interviews. Now, let's remember that she fell out with him because he can't shut up. He can't stop talking to the press. So reaching out to your daughter through the press is probably not the best way to make peace. Well, is, is, is he on, like, is he ill too? He has been ill. He claims he suffered a heart attack. He's overweight. He's up there in age. His health is definitely something that we should should factor in. Ah, it is. I mean, it's it's rough. At the end of the day, family is family, and no matter how much uh, we want to say that he is wrong, he's still her dad. It's a dad. I, I I think once you shift through all the BS of it all. There is love there. It, mm. it might be hard to see or feel right now, but there still is love. And we say, you know, we, we hear it from friends all the time where it's like, you know, be grateful for those that are around because one day you're going to want that phone to ring and just hear mm. someone you love on the other side. And one day it's not going to be there. It's not going to be and there. And it's going to be too late. And the I'm sorry's or the I love you's, you know, you can still say them, but that that return won't be there. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's wrong for what he did. I, I feel like uh, I, I understand why she's upset. But at the end of the day, maybe you put it aside. But knowing they'll do a sit-down, Rob Shooter, we all know this. They'll do a sit-down and, and freaking dad will have a microphone hidden in his lapel a jacket. And next thing you know, it'll, it'll show up on Piers Morgan's show, for God's sake. We, we can only hope. It's very complicated, ironically. What Meghan and Harry have accused her family of doing, gossiping to the press, is what the royal family is accusing Harry and Meghan of doing. So the royal family doesn't trust Meghan and Harry. They think every time they talk to them, they communicate, it ends up in a book or ends up on Oprah Winfrey. So it's sort of ironic here, isn't it? It's like a false circle. Everything she's accused her dad of doing the royal family accused them of doing so they can't have different rules if they're allowed to talk about the royals then Meghan's father's allowed to talk about them so if they were totally private if they never did interviews if they disappeared and they wanted a private life I totally understand them being livid with her dad just shut up they don't want to do this but I think they do want the spotlight but it seems it has to be on their terms of course and you know what I'm thinking about it too is you know how it how all the bs rolls downhill um you know it's we're, you're just saying how the the royals are upset with harry and megan mm. because they're talking about them mary and he- uh, uh harry and megan i said mary and megan uh, mary and megan are mad at megan's dad for talking about them i think if megan's dad looked as if he was in the royals it, we wouldn't be jumping down his throat you know what mm. i mean but since he looks like the the weaker of the links out of all of these it's easier to be like it's easy you, yeah you're in it for the money They're right only in it for the money at the end of the right day. right yeah it's easier to pick on megan's dad than it is to pick on harry and megan or king charles right. it's fascinating i think the timing's really odd too this is the week we're meant to be talking about king charles and once again 
It's Megan and her family. I've got to admit, though, you said something earlier on in the show that really struck with me. Family is family. Right. Now, my family don't leak stories about me. I'm not famous enough. Nobody would care. But I have had family members that have hurt me so much that I've had to step away from a little bit. Like, you have to protect yourself. So Harry and Meghan would argue that they're not being cruel to her dad. They're protecting themselves. They don't want all their business splashed across the cover of the New York Post or the Daily News. I get that. So here's the other thing I was thinking about as well, too. Like, Obviously, they don't talk like we talk to our family, you know, in group text messages and and whatnot or playing Wordle every morning or whatever the Mm. case may be. So how do they get these messages across? Literally, is it through, you know, assistants going, hey, someone would like to or do they have like a private Zoom? Like, where do they do do this like sit down where they, you know, tell each other how they're feeling? Right. Well, it starts with just a call. Now, he does not have their numbers. He cannot contact them, but she has his number. He has said many times his number has not changed. I actually have his phone number because he talks to the press, and I'm not revealing any source here. He does it on the record, so I've spoken to him. I have. I've interviewed him. I've spoken to him. After events have happened, you can text him. Often the family does want money to talk, and so it is a complicated thing here. And I think they look at Harry and Meghan in their $14 million house house and the dad is struggling and I think we've done that within our own families my brother Douglas is really rich and when I go home and I see his big house I'm like oh like you have a little bit of a feeling like he's much richer than I am also complicated which is why we want to know what do you think so Megan's estranged father is pleading with her pleading with her how can we fix this should she give him another chance. I was going to say a second chance, but I think it's past that. I think it's like the eighth or the ninth chance. Should she give him one more chance? Hey, go vote on our Twitter page, our Facebook page, and we will reveal your result tomorrow. Hey, what are you working on? All right. I don't know if you watched CBS Sunday morning, but it it is one of those, uh, to me, it is what 60 Minutes was to our parents or is to yeah, our parents. Yeah, it's brilliant. You know it's one I mean? of my favorite like, shows. If you wake up early Sunday morning, you can watch it because not only can you learn a little bit something, but you kind of get like the the headlines of the most important things happening in the world. You do. Uh, it's a great show. So they had Michael J. Fox on it. As mm. you know, Michael J. Fox, great actor, uh, but he uh, also has been battling Parkinson's now for about 30 years, which is, to think about it, it doesn't feel that long, but it, it truly is. So uh, mm. Mike, Michael said, not going to lie, it's getting harder and harder and harder and tougher every day. And uh, he doesn't think he'll live to the age of 80. He like he thinks he'll he'll pass away before around 80 years old. So if you think about it, that's that's another maybe 29 years. Um, yeah, I think he's 61. Yeah, 61. 61. So yeah, so, so so 20, 19 years. Yeah, 19 years. Sorry. Um, and, and you're the one that, that didn't have the coffee yet. So my, my brain's not firing. <laughs> um, uh, but here's what Michael J. Fox said. He goes, uh, the big killer is... Uh, of Parkinson's disease is falling, and oh. uh, obviously, when when you fall down, even in, even if you don't have a disease, it, it's hard to get up sometimes. Yeah. And for him, yeah. it, it's only getting worse. He says, "You don't die from Parkinson's," which this is interesting too. You don't die from Parkinson's. He said, "You die with Parkinson's," mm. um, which is so interesting. He was diagnosed back when he was 29 years old. He he's he's very happy. Uh, he actually was at the New York Knicks game, sitting courtside, just with his wife yesterday too so it's not like he's being held back but it's still so interesting just to hear that 
he is like um, being honest with with himself yeah, and with everybody else. Going, listen, I don't have much time left. Right, right. It was a shocking interview. You see how the disease has deteriorated, right. and how it's really advanced. He's shaking now an enormous amount in the interview, and at first it was really off-putting, and I didn't want to watch it. And then I was like, "No, you have to, Rob." And people who are suffering don't need to suffer in silence. They don't need to hide. And I think that's something as a society that we do. When something is unusual or something's different, we just want to get away from it or people to hide away. Right. And in the past, people with Parkinson's, particularly celebrities, would just never have done this interview. They would have remained behind the walls of their penthouse, their apartments forever. And Michael said, no, I want people to see me. I'm happy. You said he went to a, a sports event event i love that we still see him out and even though it's very dramatic to see him you got to be honest you do look it is also a testament to anybody dealing with anything out there that you literally you know as hard as it is to put it aside and you know just live your life the best you can he's living his life don't hide michael live your life I would argue you have educated a nation, certainly me. I've learned more about Parkinson's because of you than anybody else. It's an extraordinary interview. It's now online. Okay, more royal gossip. So Prince Harry is going to attend the coronation. We knew that, but he's also going to attend Archie's birthday, which is on the same day. So let me explain. He's going to spend about 24 hours in the UK for the coronation. The author is going to return to Los Angeles right after the coronation. So he can celebrate his son's fourth birthday with Meghan Markle. He's literally, literally flying in and out. In in London, they've nicknamed him Harry in a hurry because he really is in a hurry here. He's going to be in, he's going to be out. Some people are saying he's doing this because he's embarrassed, it's going to be uncomfortable. He said some awful things about that family of in course, a book. I, I in and the out. family on this one, Rob Shooter. Like, uh, the King's coronation isn't like a specific date. Archie's birthday falls on Archie's birthday. It's not like it's not like they specifically. I, I this 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 out of all the stories you have done, and I listen closely and intently because mm. I, you have this sound to you that make uh, brings me in every time you speak. <laughs> but this story right here just proves the fact how much they were d- despise the fact that Harry is 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 Harry and and that this right here just shows they they don't love him as much as they want to admit it because it's, booking booking a coronation on your son's fourth they know his birthday they know the, they the, knew it was they, a birthday they, knew, they did it, know it was your, a, their godson's birthday for I know, could sake. they push it back a week I mean they're not going to do that now but well, they're, they're what, not but it just shows they're like okay well, of all the days no if we were in the planning stages of this and the Queen died several months ago, so right. from the moment she died, they really had to plan this, and they knew she was suffering, so they've really been planning this for two years. Right. So if we planned an event for this far in advance, and I looked at the calendar and I said, you know what, Garrett, let's do it on the 6th, you'd look up and be like, oh, no, no, not that day, because it's Archie's birthday. Right. I'd put up like, all the birthdays on the calendar, all the big events, like you can't do it the same day as the Oscars, because we'll get no publicity. birthday, for God's sake. To think, Don't do it the night of the Grammys, because in America you won't get any people. Are. It's all going to be about the Grammys. So when you plan an event, and I've planned some 
big events with celebrities, you literally put a calendar on your desk and you mark off all the big events that can't change. Right. I would never do an event on Christmas Day. It's Jesus's birthday. You're not going to beat that at the Met Ball. You know, people in beautiful gowns are not going to beat Christmas. Your Halloween. Don't do an event the night of Halloween unless it's a Halloween party. Right. And so you put all this on a calendar. I think you're right, Garrett, of all the days to pick. They would push back and say, oh, it was very complicated and only the only the, the Westminster Abbey was only available on this day. Please, the, the, the king is the king. The king you pick owns the date. everything. Like you a, own everything. Uh, yeah, it's not like the hotel was booked. Right. Like with you and me, it'd be like, oh, we can't get the best Western on that date for the wedding because you, you somebody have to else share is a room. It. And then you would be like, oh, I have no problem with that. And then, you know what? I don't either. And I would sleep on the couch. And you'd be like, oh, I sleep on the couch. But um, <laughs> so, but but here's the here here here's the other thing too. Poor Harry, it's a rock and a hard place because he doesn't go to the coronation. Goes. He turned down an invitation to the mm, coronation he can't win. because it was his son's birthday. He stays at the coronation. He's not home for his son. <laughs> they are screwing Harry on this one. He is so screwed. He can't win on this one. Hey, quickly before we get a break, Kelly Ripper is encouraging her handsome husband to go naked. Tell I, me all. Yeah, I think we, we know this. Uh, so if you follow them on Instagram, you know Mark. Uh, well, especially if you follow Kelly Ripper on Instagram because she is the one that posts those thirst traps of her husband, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting because you always hear, oh, Mark Consuelos is naked again. But it's normally on Kelly Ripper's Instagram, but we don't it's get to, to, to report on that. Uh, and, and of course, Kelly said, of course course it's me uh I, you know i'm not an age shamer here here's what i am live and let live which we just like talked that. about you know it's almost like uh, you know i'm not saying you and i should get naked uh but but you know it, just because you're a certain age doesn't mean i mean look at look would at you do it a for, naked picture i mean i don't want to see your bits and bobs right. but would you do a shirtless picture would you do a picture of you if, from behind naked you know those you know those uh sports illustrated like uh body sculpting issues yes if i was able to get my body to that Moment that that facility. then you'd want to show it off. Of course, that's what Mark and Kelly do. Mark and Kelly work out like machines, and they want to show off these extraordinary bodies. And I think that's what it's about. But I do think this is a little bit of a mistake. The research is showing that a lot of people that watch the show think. As a couple, they're a little too too sexual. You know, you know what it is too, Rob Shooter, and we talk about this. You know, we're we're both up early right now. It's uh, as we record this, it's almost you know six thirty in the morning. Um, But if you're listening to this, uh, you know, a half hour later at seven o'clock East Coast time, while you're eating breakfast, you don't want to you don't don't want to hear about gross things. You know what I mean? You don't want to hear about it. And same thing if you're watching TV. And you're in your pajamas. Morning you, TV. I'm having my breakfast. Right, Kelly, you haven't brushed your teeth. And you know, Mark's lovely to look at. I'm the first to admit that. Kelly is too. I just don't want to see it in the morning. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Shooter with Garrett Vogel. Hey, Garrett, let's get to the yes, polls. Yes, take my da, hand. Da, Here we go. We're da, going to the polls. Last show we talked about Megan Trainer who was revealing that she had nightmare sex with her husband because he's a, quote, big boy. We don't like to talk about sex on this show, but this story was blowing up. We had right. to do it. I was blushing while doing it, let me you tell you are. that. Our question was, does size matter? Let's have a look. Oh, boy, I know where this 75% is 
said yes. Oh. I was surprised. I thought it'd be more 50-50, but if you're telling the truth, size does matter. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page and Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip, and be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. And now it's time for our nicest of the day. Yes. Well, let's talk about Rosie O'Donnell. So Rosie. She says she is happily single. I'm, I'm <laughs> settled into my routine, which, you know, I, to each their own. It's, it's good and bad you know uh just because she's settled doesn't mean she's not she's not happy or she does she's not open to the fact but she says if something happened naturally you know maybe that's what she told paid six but i don't know i've i've kind of settled into my routine which i think we've all felt that before um i get i get it all kind of well uh, i get it all kind of like a well-oiled machine i don't mm. know how much uh i don't know how much room i have to tell uh the god god's honest truth talking about dating uh and uh, that and that's what she has to say about that but she's not ruling out the fact that she, there she's open to romance just you know it's just like all of us uh you know just not right now but she's not saying no if it just came along in two seconds you know i am grateful that i have settled into my daily routine with right. bruce Bruce is part of my routine. If I'd got to my age and I was single, it would be very difficult to interrupt my routine. So I don't know. I think it is complicated. I know when you're younger, at least I know when I was younger, it was much easier to be adaptable. Life was so much more up in the air. Dating, not dating was so much fun. But to start dating when you're Rose's age, it's difficult. I know people who are... Rosie's contemporaries. They actually right. know Rosie and they're single and they love their single life with all their friends. They miss a little bit of kissing now and again, but they can find that if they're really looking for it. I do understand what she's saying if here. I do think right, you can get to a place. If you're listening right now and you have that single friend out there and, and you're friendly with them, do, do us a favor. Give them a kiss. Give them a kiss. Them a there kiss. you go. I'll send you go you over. Okay, <laughs> let's end with our naughty day. Naughty, Uh-oh. naughty, naughty. Tony Danza is under fire after telling a reporter to come up with better questions. Tony Danza was on a red carpet for a Broadway show, and this young New York, New blogger... York, yeah, New York, New York. This yep. young blogger was there. I've met this guy, actually. He's a sweet guy. He's trying to break in the entertainment business. He does stuff on TikToks. He doesn't really work for a big outlet. He's not the New York Times. He's not Entertainment Tonight. He's not E! News. He's a young kid who's trying to break in the entertainment business. And he asks cute questions. And one of the questions he asked, Tony Danza didn't like. It wasn't pride. It wasn't like a pribing question. It wasn't about your sexuality or drinking or what do you think it's of the Kardashians. Right. It wasn't political. He asked him, he said, New York, New York. So it was funny to ask are you a hot dog guy or are you a pizza guy that's a new york question it's a perfectly valid question tony Danza was so patronizing so rude to him people are now saying tony you're the fool here even michael buble has invited this young guy his name's rye out for pizza or hot dogs and they're not bringing tony tony you're our notice the day let's Uh-oh. end with a moment of rob yes. you get a rob you get a rob you get a rob behavior is contagious if you really want to change your life change your behavior if you want to be health- healthier hang out with people who exercise more yep. if you want to get better grades hang out with people who study more yep. if you want to be happier hang out with people who are happy find what you want in life and then find the people who are doing it right. that is it for today thank you so much for listening to the naughty but nice with robin garrett show thank a production you. of iHeartRadio. radio don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast <laughs> wherever you listen leave us a review they really do help and remember all together now if you're going to be naughty you gotta be nice take care everybody it's naughty but nice with rob 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 